Hour News. As it happens, when it happens, wherever it happens. Local, regional, and global. Only on Q95, the big station. Q95DA.com. Right on Q. This is the Midday News for Monday, September 12th in the headlines. To mourn or not to mourn, that is the question on the lips of many Dominicans. As two days of mourning for the late Queen Elizabeth II declared by the government of Dominica sparks debate. Prime Minister Gaston Brown confirms discussions have been held at the level of the Eastern Caribbean Central Bank for financial institutions to report to their ministries or finances about their operations. And advancing Ukrainian troops in the northeast Kharkiv region are taking back lost territory, and blue and yellow flags are being raised in towns and villages that were occupied by Russia for the last eight months. The news is brought to you compliments, Courts Dominica Limited and Discover Dominica Authority. Start fresh with the cash you need with a loan of up to $20,000 from Courts Ready Cash and get a reduced interest rate with your salary deduction. Plus, pay nothing down for 60 days. Enjoy same day approval, flexible repayment terms, and hassle free service. Start fresh with the cash you need today. It's easy to apply and no deposit is required. Visit your nearest Courts or Courts Ready Cash location or apply online at www.readyfinancecaribbean.com. Ask about our payment protection plan. Contact us today to start fresh with the cash you need. Courts Ready Cash. We are ready where you are. Terms and conditions apply. Let's reunite! From October 20th to 30th, 2022, Dominica invites you to celebrate the World Crayon Music Festival. Three nights of pulsating rhythms on one stage. For more information, visit www.dominicafestivals.com. Like and follow us on Facebook at Dominica Festivals or Instagram at Dominica.Festival. Dominica's World Crayon Music Festival, celebrating 22 years in 2022. October 28th to 30th. To mourn or not to mourn, that is the question being argued on the lips of many Dominicans as two days of mourning for the late Queen Elizabeth II, as declared by the DLP government of Dominica, headed by Prime Minister Roosevelt Skerritt, has caused some controversy. There's a spark debate between many Dominicans. Some feel that being a part of the Commonwealth, if the head of the Commonwealth passes away, member states may wish to show respect and join other members if that decision is made by the member states as a group. Others argue that the history of the Mornaki and what it represents in terms of one of oppression and slavery should be considered. Therefore, mourning of the slave master is disrespect to the ancestors who forced to be free from the Mornaki. Here are some voices of the people. Look at what is happening in, in, in Dominica right now. It's a perfect example. Black people are against themselves. So what are we talking about? I mean, everybody has an opinion, like I'm having mine right now. What the empire of England or the royalty of England have done for us of any benefit more than enslavement for over 200 years these people have enslaved the world and all your mourning Queen Elizabeth since we are part of the Commonwealth we did not leave the Commonwealth even though we removed her as the head of our state we remained as a part of the Commonwealth so we are part of the Commonwealth and if the head of the Commonwealth passes away then it only falls the reason that we as a part of the Commonwealth hundred years. You know, I grew up listening to Bob Marley also. You remember what he says? Emancipate yourself from mental slavery. None but ourselves can free ourselves. And uh, it, it's about time we stop listening to the so-called uh, aristocrats and begin to ask ourselves, 
some deep questions and to base our conclusions on what is morally right and what is spiritually right. Now that the monarch is headed by a king, it is up to us to put pressure for reparations and systems that will best suit the free man. This from ENT specialist Dr. Irvin Pascal, joining the voices of many who feel that the death of Queen Elizabeth is one chapter closer to ensuring that those who were victims of the monarchy and now part of Caricom should be given their just compensation for the wrongs done to ancestors past so that generations to come will have a better future in this new era. Will we now be putting pressure on the king to, to address some of those issues, especially when it comes to correcting or doing something to repair some of the wrongs that have been done to that? And that's basically from a CARICOM perspective within the realm of reparations, repair, healing, that will ensure our future generations. So that's what my concern is. That's what I'd like us to focus on, to... to impress on the present leader or misleader as i like to say that you can lead for change and lead us in that direction when it comes to dealing with going forward from here dr irvin pascal caesar emmanuel president of the concerned citizens movement claims that those who support the dlp administration and receive crumbs are a part of the enabling system emmanuel says these are the same poor people who have been supporting the regime and keeping them in office for the past 20 years and fostering an inappropriate environment those that are supporting the regime that is getting crumbs are part of the enabling system and I, I fear fear not to say, okay, poor folks, yes. Poor folks that are supporting the system, they are part of the enabling environment that has allowed this to flourish for about 20 years. That allowed an environment to be created. Because it's not scary again. It's an environment. It's the environment which is deep in the scribe's thinking. It's the environment scared has created to continue managing the state for lifestyle money. It is lifestyle money these guys are after. Not money for the development of Dominica. It is money for their personal lifestyle. And this is, this, this is what the scribe, that's what I'm getting there. And in order for us to get rid of that lifestyle, we have to get rid of the environment that lifestyle has created and in that environment you have the enablers that are opportunists you have pop-ups that's just trying to make a life for themselves brother john just explained they're lining up for uniforms and whatnot mm. but indirectly they're giving fuel to the exploitive environment they're living in the question is how do we get them mm. to understand that yes you need the uniform but you should not be made a fool of how do we get them to understand this? This is one part of the environment we have to deal with. Scared as created, we have to deal with very seriously. We can take care of the enablers. Because if you move, you see the environment that has been created for the CO in the poor neighborhoods in Dominica, you move, you take that environment out, scared is finished. His regime is finished. CCM President Cesar Emmanuel. This year marked 14 years since Dominita, together with the rest of the Caribbean region, celebrated Caribbean Wellness Day on Saturday under the theme or neighborhood or health, which contributes to the call of World Health Day 2022 under the theme or planet or health. The overall theme for this year's campaign, Power Through Collective Action, was chosen to foster unity within societies, focusing on wellness and promoting health throughout the neighborhood, especially in this phase of recovery from 
from the COVID-19 pandemic. Parliamentary Secretary in the Ministry of Health Kent Edwards says it also highlights the role that policies from all sectors and government levels play in promoting healthy neighborhoods and communities. The campaign calls on countries like Dominica to promote health and wellness in neighborhoods through public policies that improve environment and the conditions where people live and invites individuals and communities to participate and get involved in promoting health and wellness in the neighborhoods. Caribbean Wellness Day is one of the region's responses to the threat posed by non-communicable disease. The day was conceptualized by the heads of government of the Caribbean community and an integral part of the Port of Spain Declaration of 2007. Dominica, like the rest of the region, is faced with the challenge of dealing with NCDs. These diseases, which many of us are familiar with, include diabetes, hypertension, cardiovascular disease, also known as heart disease, chronic respiratory disease, and cancers, and are the leading causes of mortality and morbidity in this country. To date, almost 90% of all deaths in Dominica are NCD-related. Of the 10 leading causes of death in Dominica for the period 2017 to 2021, cerebrovascular disease, also known as stroke, ranked first, with high blood pressure at number four and respiratory infections at number five. Meanwhile, in the Caribbean as a whole, 76.8% of the deaths are from non-communicable diseases. 30.8% of that, 76.8% die of cardiovascular disease, 17.2% of cancer, and 10.8% of diabetes. Caribbean Wellness Day provides an opportunity to increase awareness and promote activities to address NCDs inclusive of mental health disorder. The Ministry of Health encourages everyone to engage in healthy lifestyle practices like being physically active, developing healthy eating habits, reducing the consumption of alcohol, and eliminating smoking. Get your annual checks, improve your personal relationships with families and friends, and take care of your mental health. Many are familiar with the saying that your health is your responsibility. However, the government of Dominica values the well-being of its people, and this is why we have spared no efforts in continuously improving the standard of health care available in Dominica. We have made great progress in improving health infrastructure. We have seen the construction of the Dominica China Friendship Hospital, the new Marigot Hospital, and various new health and wellness centers across the country. We have also invested in human resource for both primary and secondary healthcare services. Under the auspices of the Ministry of Health, Wellness and New Health Investments, various programs, policies, and strategies which aim to protect and improve healthcare of the populace have been developed. Parliamentary Secretary in the Ministry of Health, Kent Edwards. CEO of the Dominica China Friendship Hospital, Dr. Dexter James, says the Chinese medical team has handed over two new inpatient buildings to hospital management after inspections were completed by their credentialing authority. Dr. James says now it is time to do what is necessary to fully commission the buildings. He says 100 new beds will be added to the hospital. A major improvement to certainly the, the, the environment of care. And I dare say that the layout you would see is perhaps as modern as you could get in any facility in, any, in this part of the region. Certainly it compares favorably 
with many hospitals you will find in the United States, Canada, and, and the UK. Because there is this move now towards preserving patients' privacy. Our current state is that we have about 219 beds. We're almost moving up by about 100 beds in the new facility. So the problems that we have, we currently experience, we now have 39 beds on our medical wards. We're almost nearly doubling it to 60 in the new facility. So that those increased beds will improve bed management significantly so that we don't have to have on patients waiting in the accident emergency department for inordinately long times because we simply can't find beds. Hospital CEO Dr. Dexter James and the newly formed Dominica China Association will serve as a platform to increase engagement between the two countries. As according to Ambassador to the People's Republic of China, Ling Xinjiang, who also stated that the Chinese embassy is prepared to offer any assistance that is required and to facilitate the work that will be done. He spoke at the State House during the official inauguration of the Dominica China Friendship Association over the weekend. And the association is bound to build a huge platform for and giving greater boost to the engagement between the two peoples. And the embassy stands ready to provide all necessary assistance and facilitation for the conduct of its work. Thank you. And ladies and gentlemen, uh, though separated by the Atlantic Ocean and differing in cultural traditions, social customs and lifestyles, over the past 18 years, our bilateral relations have maintained rapid and steady development. A mutual political trust has reached a historic high, and pragmatic cooperation has yielded fruitful results, thereby fostering a brotherhood exemplary of mutual respect and win-win cooperation. China commends Dominica for its unwavering adherence to one China principle and unyielding support to China's peaceful reunification efforts. And time again, Dominica has been outspoken in support of China's legitimate core interest and concerns for the sake of international justice. The ambassador added that since the start of the year, progress has been made in cooperation between the two countries, as seen by the Dominica-China Friendship Hospital, which is now in operation and is currently the subject of negotiations for an official handover ceremony. And since the beginning of this year, new headway has been made in our bilateral cooperation. The Dominica-China Friendship Hospital has been put into use and will be handed over very soon. We are negotiating the handover day, the ceremony. And complemented by the MRI and Haifu machines, the cardiology department opened with the help of the Chinese medical team, as well as two brand new ambulance cars and an echocardiologist program with a budget of one million U.S. dollars soon to be donated by China. The hospital will become the most sophisticated and modernized one in the Caribbean. Agriculture complex facility will aid in Dominica's quest for agricultural modernization. The Chinese experts for the post-hurricane six schools project came to Dominica despite the impact of the pandemic. And disaster, disaster management and vehicles, I mean, police vehicles cooperation are also underway. And donation of sports equipment are very welcome by local people.
In other news this afternoon, Antigua's Prime Minister Gaston Brown confirms discussions have been held at the level of the Eastern and Caribbean Central Bank for financial institutions to report to their ministries or finances about their operations. He said on Saturday that he supports such a move, especially with the ongoing situation with Eastern Caribbean Amalgamated Bank or ECAB. The Prime Minister has been putting pressure on the directors of ECAB to allow the government to retain ordinary shares in the financial institution. This is a discussion we have had at the level of the ECCB. When you look at the fact that most of the banking assets are now concentrated in domestic hands, the Ministry of Finance now has to pay greater attention to getting these banks to report to us routinely to make sure they are operating properly and to make sure requirements of guidelines as established by the ECCB are met, Brown said. According to Brown, who is also the finance minister, these are confidential discussions we will hold with them, and this is a discussion we have had at the level of the ECCB. Brown said another layer of interest will be created to supervise, especially managers of the bank. And advancing Ukrainian troops in the northeast Kharkiv region are taking back lost territory. Across the region, the blue and yellow flags are being raised in towns and villages that were occupied by Russia for the last eight months. As Deborah Pata reports, the gains have been surprisingly rapid. Ukraine's battlefield success in Kharkiv is one of the most significant since they crushed Russia's bid to seize the capital at the start of this war. Their counteroffensive has already taken back just under 2,000 square miles of lost territory. Ukrainian forces have swept through the northeast at breathtaking speed. Greeted like conquering heroes with flowers, embraces and tears of joy. The blue and yellow flag flying high in liberated towns and villages across the region as advancing troops push north just 30 miles from the Russian border. It's a humiliating defeat for Vladimir Putin's men forced to flee, abandoning key supply hubs like Kupiansk and Izium. The Russians were here, said Dmitry Hrushchenko. Then suddenly they started shouting wildly and running away, charging off in their tanks. For those who've lived under occupation, it's been over half a year of hell. I was scared all the time, said Maria Rihora. I can still see an image of a huge puddle of blood in front of my eyes. And as the Russian troops ran, fearing they would be surrounded and captured, they left behind the usual trail of destruction, devastation and the possibility of fresh new crime scenes for police to investigate. As they begin the now horribly familiar task of digging up the bodies of civilians killed by Russian soldiers. But as Moscow ordered its troops to withdraw with the face-saving explanation, it was to reinforce the eastern front line. They fired off a gruesome parting gift, a missile strike on a thermal power plant that left the area in a partial blackout. Nobody believes this war will be over quickly. Ukrainians have certainly been emboldened by the steady supply of Western military aid, but say they need more heavy weapons to keep this momentum going. And that's the midday news, but first a recap of our headlines. 
To mourn or not to mourn, that is the question on the lips of many Dominicans as two days of mourning for the late Queen Elizabeth II declared by the government of Dominica sparks debate. Prime Minister Gaston Brown confirms discussions have been held at the level of the Eastern Caribbean Central Bank for financial institutions to report to their ministries of finances about their operations. And advancing Ukrainian troops in the northeast Kharkiv region are taking Bass lost territory, and blue and yellow flags are being raised in towns and villages that were occupied by Russia for the last eight months. The news is brought to you. Compliments Courts Dominica Limited and Discover Dominica Authority. We say thanks to our sponsors. I have been your presenter, Kimberly Benjamin. Of the hour news as it happens 24-7.